All right. That's a lovely cup you've got there. Mm. Lovely glass. Mm. Delicious. And what, what, are you, what are you drinking today? Uh, we are back to the uh, IPA edition. IPA. I enjoy the IPA edition. Yeah. It's pretty pretty sweet. I got the stout one. I just don't want to open it until this one's done. Yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> uh, so, hey, everybody. Welcome to Bacon is my podcast. Yeah. Hi. Where he is Jimmy. I am Jimmy. I am Mike. Actually, before we get into the intro, um, I don't think we need to keep saying what bands we're in. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, okay. We're Jimmy and Mike from Bacon is my podcast and Bacon is my passion. Okay. Cool. Done. You know, we can we can do it at the end when we do our like our wrap up with our social medias and contacts and stuff. That's where we can be like, you can find my band, blah, blah, blah. You can find my stuff here. Okay. Cool. All right. Cool. I was just kind of used to like just saying the the whole spiel. So I'll yeah. cut it out. I'm just shortening the spiel just a little. That's cool. All right. I like it. <laughs> so Big it. Big it is my podcast. Big it. He is Jimmy G. I am Mike Wayman, and we are Bacon is My Passion, and you're listening or consuming. Yes, I like that. Because, because we don't know if you're listening or you're watching. You could be. Yeah, so you're all consuming it, and everybody loves consuming bacon, but you're consuming mm. bacon. It's my podcast, and welcome. Welcome. Mmm, delicious. Yes. Yeah. All right. So how's things, Jim? Things how's are things good. There? Things are good over here. How's things over there? What's uh, what's new? What's exciting? The heater is pretty loud. Um, it's a little chilly. I can't hear your heater at all. Can you hear my heater at all? No. Okay. No. I could barely say that sentence. Did you see? Did you notice that? I was like, I yeah. can hear your hero. Uh, I don't what know what happened there. Or your brain? I, I, I think it was the brain because my mouth feels fine. The brain cramps up and I can't tell sometimes. Yeah, that does happen. That absolutely does happen. Uh, I've been having a lot of brain farts lately. Yeah. And and I I don't know if it's the drinking or just getting old. Or children. <laughs> children are are good at turning like like speeding up dementia, right? That's that's kind of I, one of their things. I, I don't know if that's it or if they just uh they're just very active balls that you're juggling during your day and yeah. it's easy to uh slip past some other ones. So I don't think it's dementia. I don't think it's the drinking or the age because like, you know, we're roughly the same age yeah. and uh, I'm a little older and uh and we both drink. Yeah, and I I have very few brain farts. Okay, or maybe it's the new dog and zero children. The puppy, the puppy is just like he's another uh, level, man. Dude, when we first got uh, Master Wayne, Mister Bruce Wayne, yeah, uh, Bruce Wayne Frenchton on Instagram, if you're nasty. Yeah. Um, when when we first got him, I had a lot of brain farts because uh, everything was like 
Where's yeah, Bruce? Dude. He's so small. Is he in or under something that I need to get him out of? Yeah, that's the same. With- yeah. Well, you know, so so the, the new the new pup's name is Bruno, mm-hmm. uh, and he and Bane get Bane is my my sixty pound boxer, and they get along really really well. It's pretty awesome. Like I, I didn't expect it to go this this well. Um, yeah, that's but fortunate. It, it's really great. But now Bruno just like. He just runs from out of nowhere and bites the back of his legs. <laughs> He's just like, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. Leg, chomp. Oh, that's and, fantastic. And Bane just loses his shit because this little jerk is <laughs> biting the back of his legs. <laughs> um, but we, we got Man. Bruno, and he was supposedly seven pounds, but now playing tug of war with a 65-pound chooch. Um, I'm pretty sure he's like he's gained like 10 pounds of muscle weight <laughs> in the past like month. That's awesome. Well, yeah. he's gonna grow fast. He's oh, one yeah. of those, uh, he's one of those fast growing dogs. Yeah, yeah. He's he's uh he's a handful though, man. Like he he's got some he good sized paws on him too. He cannot be left alone. It's it, no. it, it, it uh it really stifles the uh life in general <laughs> like everything i can't yeah. cook i can't clean i can't shit i can't do anything well the beauty is is that dogs grow so fast that uh that'll last another couple of months and then then he'll be fine yeah then he'll just come into the bathroom and sit on the other side of the bathroom while i take it out yeah stare at you yeah, I don't mind if he stares at me. Just let me go. Right. See, Bruce doesn't do that. Bruce is like, uh, you know, if I when if he comes in from uh, from his bathroom uh, moment and I go in to do mine, he's like, "Peace, bro. I'm downstairs. I'm out." Yeah. See that? He'll go. He'll go bug Annie, or he'll go downstairs and jump on the couch mm-hmm. and just sit there and just kind of wait. And he's like, "You you coming?" What's up? You done? Yeah, let's get this show on the road here. I, I just need yeah. I need something warm to snuggle up against. Like, let's right, go. right. Yeah. I will say, though, as, as big of a pain in the ass as he, as he is, I'm just a sucker. I'm a sucker at the <laughs> end of the day for him to just be like, all right, I'm just going to uh, lay laying up against you. Yeah. And uh, what a what a little jerk. <laughs> I have a uh, I have a chair that I'll sit in when I when I want to like play PlayStation or something like that. And it's this um, it's like a, a hanging canvas chair that like folds out and you sit in it and it's oh yeah yeah those are great yeah it's a very comfortable video game chair. Every time I sit in it, uh, Bruce will come around and he'll start like pawing at my knee and I'm like what and I, he wants me to pick him up and I got to pick him up and put him on me and then kind of like uncomfortably play games over the top of him and uh he's just like i'm i'm here this is what this is what's up this this is your job now yeah (laughs) yeah and it's like you can't not what kind of heartless heartless bastard would i be if i was like no cute dog you cannot sit on me i'm playing video games i need to make sure that the zombies in last of us 2 don't kill me that's (laughs) more priorities that's more important to me than your happiness and love and returning it. So 
so real quick, uh, we're talking about video games here. While we're on the subject, we both have Raspberry Pis now. Oh, yeah. Super exciting. It's so awesome. For those of you that don't know what a Raspberry Pi is, um, it, it started off like in the uh, computer, like PC gaming world. And it was just they were uh, wanting to play nostalgic old games. And you could fit, uh, I don't know, you know, I'm going to give you a, um, a completely uh, terrible, terrible, underwhelming layman's version of what it is. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's that's the way it is. If you if you hate Prepare my Prepare to be underwhelmed. Yeah, if you hate my description, please uh, leave leave your distaste in the comments, and uh, we'll read it and never think about it ever again. And then we'll both be good. <laughs> so it's uh, they clone the games, and you're able to fit so many of them on like an SD card, like thousands, thousands right. and thousands of these games, arcade games, old like original Nintendo games. Uh, Everything from like ColecoVision to like Sega Genesis, uh, PlayStation One, um, like overseas game systems from Japan, yeah. a lot of like so many games. So uh, they started, people started making them as like little tiny consoles, you know, just a HDMI. So you could play it right on your television. And uh, Mike and I both got them. How's, how's yours? What's yours Mine look like? Is, is yours shaped like a game system or anything? No, no, no. It's it's bare bones. It's a little plastic box, and it's got four USB ports. It's got a, a headphone jack and an HDMI cable. Nice. That's um, mine too. Mine's a little metal box, and it's uh, same thing. Yeah. Like four inputs. I saw the ones that were like made in the old like uh, you could get a Super Nintendo chassis and stuff like that. And I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I don't need, I need that. that. What kind of controllers um, did you get with you? So I have it's it's one that's it's a super Nintendo. The one that came with it is a Super Nintendo controller, but it's colored like a Nintendo controller. Mm-hmm. But then it has so it has the L one R one, but it okay. also on the inside of that it has the L two R two. Oh, cool! Nice. Yeah. So it's got everything so, except for the. The joysticks, exactly, and it and it has the um the right the joy the regular directional pad, and then the two uh oh left cool. and right directionals too. Nice. Um, so yeah, th- I had that one, um, and then I went on the interwebs because it's pretty awesome, and I got an N sixty four one, nice a standard uh p uh standard Super Nintendo one, and I found out that they actually work with the PS4 controllers, the DualShock. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. That's that's awesome. Yeah. I want to yeah, get so... an N64 controller. I have mine came with the PlayStation um probably the PlayStation very similar to my PlayStation 3 controllers or either, or the early PlayStation ones with the 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 joysticks and everything. Yeah. Same same way. I want to get an N64 one and I believe that without speaking to each other about it on the count of three, we can say the exact game, and the only reason that we want to have that controller: three, two, one, Goldeneye. Goldeneye. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, because I tried to play it with the other controllers, and it's weird; it just doesn't no, work. It does not, not work. Yeah, the N sixty four games kind of, kind of are are They're a little dang because they need that weird ass Nintendo controller that they made. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, uh, I, I also enjoyed playing No Mercy, which was awesome. Nice. Uh, an, an N64 classic. Yeah. Um, but the kids, the, uh, so for the first week or so that I had it, I didn't get to play it at all. <laughs> the kids loved it. So so Gavin is Gavin is seven. Lacey is four. All they want to do is play Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. Oh, I played that with my brother um, over the over the holidays when I was home. I yeah. actually got it to bring home uh, to when I visited my family over the holidays because we were all kind of like, you know, can't go anywhere. So we're so we're in the house. Yeah. And uh, and so we brought a bunch of like board games and stuff. I have, I have Avengers Monopoly and, you know, a bunch of like we had this like fishing game that's like for probably eight year olds where you have a fishing rod and you pull fish out. Yeah, of a yeah, yeah. I think, I think we have that at you. Yep. We love that. Uh, that's fantastic. Drunk. Yeah. Um, and then uh, me and my, myself and my brother, Joey, played uh, Turtles in Time for for a while. I feel like we played that at some point. I'm sure we have. I'm so, sure we have because we're both big fans of the Ninja Turtles. We're both big fans of that game. So, so uh, uh, you know, I don't know if we've talked about the this particular story. I think this is a pretty entertaining story. I think this is fit for the podcast. So back in the day, um, I used to live in an apartment with Jen. And when we first got married and every month we would get together for WWE pay-per-views. Yeah. And I would always host and, you know, we'd have like 10, 12, 15 people over. Everybody would kick in for the pay-per-view. We'd make a bunch of food. We'd have a bunch of drinks and we just have a really good time watching it. And a lot of times I would take off and those nights that I took off, Jimmy would hang behind and the, the pay-per-views ended what? 1030. Yeah, 1030. Yep. Um, so Jim would just hang behind and, and we'd just continue to hang out. And, and a lot of times that ended up, uh, parlaying into video games. And there was this yeah. one time. So, so uh, I'm going to, I do digress. Uh, but this one time I had the PS3 and the PS3, they had started reissuing old arcade games and they reissued turtles in time which i don't know if we played or not we probably did and don't remember it yeah because that's kind of what happened when we did that stuff we should uh, do a uh, we should do a turtles in time uh marathon and uh, and live stream the whole experience like for our patreon we oh, be like you guys, you guys can just watch us play turtles in time and uh we'll we'll do it drunk and we'll and we'll yell and scream at things and it'll be fantastic I don't know if I, anybody will watch it, but why not? Yeah, I'm in. I'm so in. I'm so in. So that was one of the games. That was that was like the first. But the major one, oh, the major one was X-Men. My man scrolling arcade game. So good. And we I immediately ordered it. We downloaded it. We got it. It was immediate. Like I needed it. Mm. And uh at, at that point, Jen, Jen was going to work the next day and she's like, OK, well, I'm going to I'm going to bed, whatever. I feel bad now. Yeah, well, we feel we feel bad now. And it was hilarious. It was hilarious. So Jim and Jim and I, we, we were geeking out, super excited because we were going to play the side scrolling X-Men arcade game. Yes, from our um, youth. 
Yeah. And uh, Jimsy here, he picked good old Colossus. <sighs> and then I don't know who I picked. Uh, probably Wolverine. Um, yeah, so we started playing. And you, uh, we all know that you have the special. Yeah. And the special is that that awesome move that clears the screen. If you've got 100 enemies right then and there, right there, and you're in real trouble, and you're like, I need to just clear the screen and get my wits about me, hit that special. Guess what? You're good to go. Yeah. Um, but Colossus. Now, I, I read comics. You read comics. Yes. Right. I don't remember him having this like power blast. He did not have the power blast, nor did he have a uh, uh, a power. No, not, yet. not yet. Okay. Not yet. Okay. So, uh, Colossus, Jim says, I need to clear the screen. Hits said special button, and Colossus goes. Ah! That, my friends, was the most hilarious thing to Jim and I, who had been drinking for three plus hours. I couldn't wait to build up that special again. Yeah. Man, I'd hit that thing with no one on the screen if I could, yeah. as soon as I got it. Yeah. As soon as I got it, just to get ah! Yeah. So so Jim Jim gets gets a special. He starts hitting them. Ah! And then I was completely, completely enamored with it. He was completely enamored with it. And and every time, even if we couldn't do it, we would just start yelling it. Yes. And by that point, it was like midnight on a Sunday. It powered us through. Yeah, it powered us through. Um, my neighbor underneath us was banging against her ceiling, a.k.a. my floor. Right. Uh, and then Jen finally came out and she said, get out. <laughs> Two it words. Is, it is the one and only time that Jen has just just asked me to leave. Yeah. And I've been very drunk at the house. Oh, and, uh, yeah. I say she's, all kinds of unruly things. And she's uh, been very displeased. This was the time. More than once. Uh, more than once after nights that we hung out together, and uh, this was the one and only night that she actually she kicked us out. Yeah, she kicked me out too. <laughs> so, I mean, you, we can't even say that she kicked Jim out. She kicked me out too. Right. right. Yeah. So, um, like you go yeah. and take this idiot with you. <laughs> right. She she just literally just came out of the bedroom. She was very polite about it. Yeah. Just said, oh, absolutely. Well, she said, I, I've never seen Jen not be polite, uh, to mm -hmm. be honest. Um, like, even when I've seen her mad and she's described things that anger her to me, she does it while laughing through it. I think that's her, like, her coping is just laughing and smiling through it, which I think is amazing. Because yeah. she'll, she'll be telling me about something that, that drives her nuts. Yeah. With, just this big smile on her face and laughing through it at, you know, she's really good at like putting the ridiculousness of right. situations where it belongs. Right. 
Yeah, she she's walked out. She had a robe on. And she's yeah. Just get out. And uh, and and at which point, luckily, I lived up the, up the street from a bar, and we went to a bar. Go to a bar. And laughed about Colossus's yell. Yeah. The rest of the night. And I'm sure at the bar there was a couple. Of... Oh, oh, for sure. I'm sure, like crossing that parking lot, we probably oh, yelled at more than more than we should have. We we just we definitely disturbed way more people than we would have just staying at your house. But they but but it was okay to disturb them because they weren't the people that mattered. <laughs> right. They weren't directly connected to my house. Was, yeah. Exactly. It wasn't your future wife or someone living below you. Right. Or to either side. Remember remember the crazy dude mm. that lived, lived by me? Yep. That was probably one of the worst neighbors ever because he'd literally walk up the stairs it, like clockwork. He he was he worked for the town. Like clockwork, he'd come up at 5:15. He'd walk up the stairs He'd drop his keys and then he'd curse for 10 minutes trying to pick up his keys. <laughs> and then he'd go into his, his apartment, his, his creepy apartment. It hurts, man, sometimes. Yeah. I used to have a neighbor when I, uh, when I was growing up, when I lived in Indiana, and I was just learning how to play guitar. And so I was practicing every day. Um, and my bedroom was upstairs bedroom. And we had people across the street that were painting a house. And so I would play music and I would try and play along with the music. And, and uh, the music I was listening to at the time was like Metallica and, um, and like Nirvana and like all those bands. And I'm, I'm learning how to play these songs. And the people across the street that were painting liked when I had music on because I would put it loud and everything. And this is in the, during the summertime, like during the day. Yeah. And, uh, and the neighbors would call the cops on us, what? On, on me for, for playing guitar. And, um, and I remember like they, uh, they had a, a kid that was, I think, three years younger than me in, uh, in high school. And he would get in trouble because he'd be like, and, and I found this out later because I had friends that were friends with him. And he would be like, can you guys not? I mean, <laughs> it's over <laughs> day. He like, <clears throat> why are you calling the cops? Uh, they called the cops on me probably 10 times. What? In a summer for playing guitar. And the cops would come and they'd be like, can you turn it down? And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. They called the cops on, um, on, my, on my 18th birthday party, which was also in the summer. Uh, and we had, I, I had like a pool party and um, it wasn't even late yet. Like it was probably like six o'clock. We'd probably been going for maybe, maybe an hour. And they called the cops on that. Uh, they called the cops on my parents having friends over. <laughs> if we were the least bit loud, they just called on like their first. And they, the funny thing is, they never came over and complained. Right, they and just they called never off. Said anything to us about being loud or anything like that. They, it was just like nine one one. Yeah. See, you know what? Uh, and um, 
my next door neighbor probably doesn't listen to this, but my next door neighbor at one point uh, a few summers ago, and and he hasn't since, but they left the dog out, and and their dog would just bark and bark mm-hmm. and bark and bark, and like sometimes it was like the winter, right? And oh, it would a... be over an hour. Yeah, right. It sometimes would be over an hour, and there was one time that I was just like you know what? I'm going to call the cops. Like, this is messed up now. Right. And all of a sudden, I get a knock on my door. Bane starts losing his shit. And I'm like, what's going on? I get to the door. It's the cops. And they're like, hey, is that your dog barking outside? I was like, no, my dog's barking at you inside. Like, <laughs> my dog's you see this currently guy? barking at you. <laughs> yeah. And he's, oh, okay. Which way? And I was like, that way. <laughs> And I was like, cool. I didn't have to call the cops. Yeah. You never want to be that one that calls no. the cops. No. No. Except on the road. On the road, okay. I call the cops every time someone's a dick driving. Every time. I'm that guy. I'm that guy. If if I've if you called, get in front of yeah. me, if I did something driving, I don't. I'm a I'm a pretty aware driver. But if for some reason you think that uh, I got in front of you too fast or you want to go faster and I'm in your way because I'm going, you know, nine miles over the speed limit and you want to go 20 miles over the speed limit, I don't drive the speed limit ever, ever. I just don't. Right. So I know that I'm not that driver that's slowing you down. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm that driver that's keeping you from from killing someone because you're you're going way too fast. Right, which is I, fine. But if you are somehow angry with me and you decide to get in front of me and start slowing down and you start honking your horn or you start or, or you pull or swerving all over the road or anything like that, man, I'm I'm nine one one and I'm looking at a mile marker. I'm nine one one and I'm gonna be like, here is their make and model here's their license plate number i'm at this mile marker get this dick off the road and put him somewhere i have that guy i i call you know what i i always try to call i call on like pizza delivery guys especially if it's domino's okay they have the stupid fucking they have the stupid thing on the top of their car and it's like you're driving like an idiot call your boss you can't be you're not you're not going out on a date you're not going to the grocery store you're not going to the grocery store no one's pregnant in your back seat right now right right you're not this is not for leisure so you're on the clock and being a jerk so i'm gonna call your boss yep and i do it all the time yeah i take great pleasure in that i don't know why and and i know that makes me a dick and I'm okay with it because I think everyone, I think everyone needs to be a little bit of a dick in their life. It's the greater good. Yep. You're preventing serious car accidents. I mean, not all, we, not all heroes wear capes. Jim. Just going to say that. <laughs> not all heroes wear capes. My favorite heroes do not wear capes yeah. uh, except one. I only, only one of my heroes that I like wears capes. Where's yeah, Batman. That's it. Batman's the only one. Yeah. Only one. Um, 
something that I, I want to show you. I don't know if I've shown you yet. Um, let me see if I can actually get it. And his cape serves a purpose. He glides with it. He, he, you know, hides from fire with it. Oh, dude, legit. It, it has, it, it has its own moves, right? His cape is valuable. Him and Doctor Strange, their capes serve a purpose. Well, Doctor Strange's cape is like, it's alive. Yeah. So, so that's serves even- a purpose. Superman, mm, not so much. Not so, although his outfit would look ridiculous without a cape. Yeah. Well, we all know my thoughts on Superman. So, um, so at work, um, I was in line for a promotion. I didn't get it. Uh, I wound up like negotiating a thing where with my boss saying like, Hey, listen, this is what I, I would like out of my job and this and that. And he said, no problem. And it basically I'm, I'm getting taken out of the position that, uh, that I dislike. <clears throat> so a few weeks had passed and I asked him, I said, Hey, so based on what this is, and it's going to kind of require it to be known around the office like, hey, um, he's not your front line, you know, answer the phones, go run to the counter guy. He's doing other things. So I said to him, I was like, hey, listen, it's not a big deal to me. Like, I, I don't care, really. Um, but uh, what is my um, what is my title uh, here? Like, what are you going to tell people? And uh, he's like, I, I don't know, like, I don't know, like, what do you, you want to be Batman? <laughs> yes. He's like, I'll call you Batman. I said, uh, yeah. Dude, yeah. So I have, I have officially changed. Uh, that's fantastic. To that. Uh, I no longer have inside salesperson. Um, I'm now uh, Batman. The Batman thing came about. There's like a legit reason for that. There's three mics in my office, and uh, the owner of the company said, "Hey, uh, you got to do something about this, you know, three mics in the office thing." And I basically told my boss. I said, "Well, fine. You can call me Batman." And uh, they call you Batman at work. They call me Batman at work. Dude. The owner of the company calls me Batman. That's that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Kudos so, to you. Let's all, uh, those of you that are listening, just stop what you're doing, unless you're driving, and let's applaud because that's awesome. Yeah. That's fantastic. I, I actually, um, and, and this is like a semi-sarcasm uh, thing because I'm still waiting on the official, like, hey, everybody. He's not going to do your job anymore. Um, email. I'm still waiting on that. Right. So uh, after the Batman anointment, uh, I did this. And then a week later, uh, we have this intranet where you can create a profile for yourself. And for a while, I, I, you know, I just had the pretty standard picture and it had my extension on my phone and this and that. I decided to go on to Wikipedia grab batman's bio copy it and i pasted it in in my bio and i changed every time it said bruce wayne i changed it to mike wayman that's awesome 
And the picture is Michael Keaton's Batman. Love it. Yeah. Love it. I don't know if they've I don't know if they've caught on to, onto it yet, but it's there. It's there. So if anybody at work is listening, go ahead and check on the internet intranet. Log on. Yeah. It's there. I support it 1000 percent But yeah. Yeah, only 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 a guy that, that makes sense. I, I the only time that a neighbor has called the cops on um, me playing music was we played a house party across the street from my house. So this was back in high school. No, it was a little after high school. I was still living with my parents. And so we rehearsed at my house, in my garage, at my parents' house. Um, and they never had a problem with it. But all of a sudden, we played this house party across the street before and like you said it was like 6 6 30 yeah. big big problem big to do cops came three times and finally the third time they were like you can't do it like they're just they're complaining too much you just flat out can't do it long story short uh the person throwing the party looked at the party and went Everybody, get all the furniture out of the kitchen. We set up in the kitchen. Nice. Played a show. The downside was AJ, who was playing drums, was in front of the fridge. So between songs, he had to play bartender, open the fridge, give some <laughs> beers, and then we could play our song. You know what? That's that's better than playing at a bar where you're playing in front of the restrooms so people have to walk through the band to get to the restrooms yeah i'd rather be in a house and i'd rather like have the drummer have to open the fridge so i yeah. think i think you still won there no i would say we still won <laughs> i would say another amazing so, so where is the worst not necessarily like the worst venue because because there's always a really nasty venue right where is the worst spot within a venue that you've ever played in? Um, hmm. I think um, just what I had said and like playing a venue where I've played a number of venues where like the bathrooms were right by the stage so that people had to walk in and out right past the band mm -hmm. uh, to use the restroom. But I think the worst example of that was a recent show, uh, a more recent show that I played just in the past couple of years in um, in my other band, uh, Crash Transit. And we played a show at this small bar and we did it just kind of to do a show. And man, we we were in between like on one side. I had to set up where literally part of the bar was in front of me. <laughs> right. I had to move bar stools and put my pedal board on the floor up against the bar. And that's where I was standing. And if anyone had to get to the bathroom, they had to walk between the singer and me. And then between me and the drummer to get to the bathroom. And on the other side, our other guitar player and our bass player were playing on uh, where they had to bring food in and out of the kitchen. Oh, anyone coming out of the kitchen had to go between 
like on stage with us in between band members. So at any moment, like I, I could have someone like I could turn too fast and I could hit someone walking out of the bathroom with my guitar. So that, that was probably the worst location yeah. uh, in a venue that I've, that I have ever played. Something that I got to say though, there's a lot of history in that venue. If it wasn't for that place, I wouldn't be here because my parents met there. Mm. All right. Well, so it's a I, pretty important place. That's, that's, I, that's all I'm getting at. I do love the place. I yeah. love the place. I love the owners. I love everything. I hate playing in that spot. Understood. Understood. I, hate I hate it. We did it twice. I hate it. I actually, I, I played a place uh, and, and it was, you know, it could definitely go on the, the, the worst venues kind of list. Right. Um, because, and it was for multiple reasons. So the first reason was because when we pulled up, there's this bar and it's huge and it's packed and you could see it from the outside and across the street, they have their parking lot and they got people waving people in and you're like, wow, we're going to play here. No. Oh no. Two storefronts down. Oh, there's a little dive. So in this dive, you go in. And there's, there's like a foyer, like just a hallway to get to the main part of the bar. Mm -hmm. If you were playing in a three-piece, you'd be okay. If you're playing in a four-piece, a little tight. Right. But when you're playing in a five-piece, mm. you're playing next to the cigarette machine in the foyer. And uh, people going in and out, and like if the if the guy collecting money at the door um, steps back, he's hitting into you. Um, that's basically that's basically uh, the worst location <laughs> I, I would say that I I've played because it was literally people were walking in and they were walking over your pedals, and it was just like yeah. This is and it was it was one of those old cigarette machines where you could only use coins. And this was oh shoot, it might it it had to be like 2010, 2011. Right. And and you had to use coins, so you had to somehow scrounge out like eight bucks in coins. <laughs> and then you got to pull the the thing, the, right, the, right. the lever. It's analog. Actually, it's an analog. Actually, while we were playing, we're buying from said machine. I played a place where um, one of the monitors was on top of the ATM because the ATM was behind the band. Right? Or not monitors. That's... One of the speakers was on the ATM because oh, they okay. behind the band. And so anytime someone needed to use the ATM, they had to walk on stage with the band, stand behind the guitar player, and use the ATM. That is pretty awful. Yeah. <laughs> I, you that know what? I, I don't understand. Sometimes I don't understand. I'm like, I think, well, I do, I do understand. Like, 
bar owners want to get somebody in there that's going to get people in there. And they're like, oh, we can, yeah, sure, we can be a venue. And they just kind of like, we'll figure it out. And then you figure it out when you're there. And they're like, oh, we still need people to be able to get to this. You can't unplug it. Okay, right. we still need people to be able to get through here, but this is where you are. You know, right. and, it's, and they don't want to disrupt their normal business, but they want you to add to it. And it's like, okay. Well, you know what? It, it, it kind of goes with this long running thing of, Local music is an afterthought. Yeah, absolutely. Music is, uh, what have they been using? Uh, shoot, what, what, what's the, uh, what's the, the, the phrase that they're using? Um, incidental. Incidental, yeah. Yeah. Have the band sell 50 tickets because it's incidental. Right. Okay, cool. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's and uh it's it's weird, man. It's a tough it's a man, this this business is just whack. <laughs> it's just yeah. it just is. It's just so bad. You know, you know it's weird. You just said whack. I uh, yeah. I well I was gonna say this business is so wacky, and I just stopped at whack and I was like, Yeah, it's pretty whack i've 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 never heard you ever say yeah ever it's all right i'm owning it first time for everything i don't know that i've said it before well with that said i i i i want to do something what's that i want to do the pod deck question of the week Oh, you know what that it's means. That so bot podcast question of the week. Uh yeah, powered by pod decks. We are bacon is my podcast. We are powered by pod decks. And it is the question of the week. Is it my turn? I think you asked me last time, didn't you? Yeah, no, no, no. You need so, to ask me a question. So, um, so while you go get your cards. Oh, I'm going to go tell everybody that if you go to poddex.com, you use the promo code BACON, you get 10% off your order. Uh, Poddex is pretty awesome because it's like it's like Cards Against Humanity, but I think it's way better. And you can get a whole bunch of different decks. I have here the interview deck. We have the uh, episode deck, which is pretty great. Uh, Jimmy over there, he's got the what the heck deck, which is usually what he likes to go to. Not today. He... Oh, well, he also he's also not very good at shuffling, mm -mm. which is disappointing. It's disappointing that he uh... he can make the sounds though. I did it against the mic. shuffled against the mic just now. I, I guess that's what's most important. <laughs> So right now we're going from the Would You Rather deck. Ooh. Right, which I think should be fun. That uh, sounds sexy. I, I agree. I agree. So I'm going to fan them out for you. All right. So on your, on your right, I'm trying to see. That's your pointer. So go for your middle finger. 
right middle finger. Yep, that that one. All right. We have chosen. All right, Mike. Would you rather be in shape and have a great body but an ugly face or have a gorgeous face but be overweight? Well, okay. I would like to think that I'm overweight slightly and have an okay face. And I did pretty well for myself. Uh, so I'm going to say overweight and a pretty face is probably the way to go. I mean, in the end. I'm going to have to agree with you, man. I think uh, I think personality goes a long way. Right. But, uh, but man, if, uh, you know, people see your face. They see your yeah. face first, you know? Who cares if you got winky do? You can always lose weight. And you can, al- you can always do selfies like this. Mm-hmm. If you hold the camera up, you look way skinnier. There are lots of things you can do to look skinnier. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so that's my choice. Quick, All right. easy, painless, done. All right. So, yeah, brought to you by, powered by, in fact, Poddex. If you go to poddex.com and uh, and you want to buy yourself a, uh, a pack of these, they're, they're not just for podcasts. They're not just for interviews or things like that. They're for kind of everything. I went through, I got these over the holidays and went through some of the questions with my family. We were just laughing and answering questions and kind of like getting to know each other even, even more, you know, just yeah. because you're asking questions that you normally, normally wouldn't come up. And uh, I think that's fun. And I think that's cool. So if you go there and you want to get one of those, put in the uh, promo code BACON. And you can get yourself 10% off of your order, uh, no matter how big that order is. So definitely do that. It not only gets you 10% off, but it also lets them know that we are sending people to their site. And uh, people are checking them out through us, which just helps them want to keep sponsoring the show and do more stuff with us. Because we actually want to involve them on stuff because we've been in contact with the people over at Poddex. And they're really cool people. Very cool people. Very right. cool people. And and even when you order stuff, like uh, I ordered, I ordered my Pondex before we had our our little thing going on with them, and right. they they reached right out and they, they were like, hey, so what, what are you using it for and and things like that, and and uh, the owner is he's super personable. He he wants to know about what you're doing with it and and stuff like that. He cares about the product, and what's also super cool and I, we we haven't mentioned this enough. I know back in the beginning we did, but they actually have a phone app. Yeah. There's an app for that. There is an app for that. I, uh, I, I got on the, the Poddex phone app uh, before I got my order of cards because I was talking to somebody about um, that we were using them as a sponsor or that they were sponsoring us. Not that we were using them um, as one. We were lucky enough to have them as a sponsor and I was yeah. trying to like kind of let them know what it is, and uh, and I brought it up on the phone, and and we went through a couple of questions and stuff like that. I did uh, the first couple are are free, and then you got to download some stuff. So yeah, it's man, it's cool though. It's worth it. Oh, I, I 
to cards. Um, I just like the idea of having the cards. Like you can hand, you can sit with someone and you can hand them half the cards and you can just go back and forth. And yeah. Stuff. Well, it's uh, a lot like, it's like, like a, a comic book. Like, listen, you can download a comic book and, and read it. That's great. Right. Man, I love like holding. Yeah. Even a graphic novel, just holding it and just sifting through the. Ah, yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Uh, If you had to pick one graphic novel to recommend to a friend, what would that graphic novel be? Let's, I'll, I'll make it even smaller because I was in this situation once. If you had to recommend a graphic novel to a friend, that doesn't enjoy or doesn't know if they enjoy Marvel comics. Mm. Is there a graphic novel that you would recommend to them? Yeah. The Magneto one, which I'm not familiar with. That um, okay. So there's actually, so there was a, I don't know what it was called. I might have to Google this uh, using the Google machine. But as we do this, I'm not I'm not not paying attention, you guys. I'm just right. I got to look at this Google um, machine right now. OK, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you're aware of this, but there is a fascinating machine service uh, answering service, if you will, called Google. Um, I like that okay. Google is a company, but Google has now become synonymous with how you find an answer, even if you use a different service. You're like, I'm going to Google that. And I think okay. that's when something becomes that well-known, I think that's pretty awesome. It's pretty solid. All right. Go on. Okay. So it's X-Men Magneto Testament. Okay. So long and short of it, it um, it's a really, really well-written graphic novel. And it's actually more of um, almost more of a history lesson because – they actually they used this for a little while. They actually approved it for the Board of Education to teach the Holocaust to people. Oh, I do know this one actually. I didn't I didn't think of it as like a Magneto yeah. graphic novel, but yeah, I actually I have read this one. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, hundred percent. Keep going. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So um, so it's really great. They actually wanted to. So before X Men First Class was a thing. They actually wanted to use this as the blue, uh, the the footprint for a Magneto uh, origin solo movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the Wolverine uh, X Men origin movie happened, and um, less than stellar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not great results on that one. Uh, so yeah, uh, it was great. It was really good, and it's. Honestly, it's not um it's less comic-y. It's there's more there's a lot of stuff in there. It's history, it's a little bit of comic book, it's it's a great story. It's a great story. Nice. I am a, I am a huge fan. Um when I was when I had this question posed to me, it was by a person that likes uh that is a huge Batman fan, mm-hmm. but a Frank Miller Batman fan. Yeah. Right. So I, I was between suggesting um, the daredevil man without fear graphic novel. That was the Frank Miller's run on daredevil yeah. which is absolutely outstanding. Uh, but 
also, I'm a huge fan of Craven's Last Hunt oh. for Spider-Man. Uh, I love the storyline. Um, it's such a like gritty like if you if you're someone that likes more um, like a like a gritty Batman Frank Miller thing, and you don't know if you're gonna enjoy Marvel's more campy stuff or more like colorful lighthearted stuff um it's a it's a really good like deep dive into this oh yeah psyche of craven the hunter which is awesome yeah who was like a who was like a c villain at one point you know uh so now everybody wants that to become a thing oh man it's such a good storyline and such a good series i think i read that series probably 10 times um i like i read it in the comics when i was collecting and i was i was getting them every every couple of weeks and i was like oh what's happening next and then when the graphic novel came out i immediately bought that and then like i read it again a year later and i i go back to it a lot because it's really excellent writing awesome all right man well Give them your socials. Oh, yeah. So you can find me. Uh, I'm in a band called Craving Strange, and you can find us at cravingstrange.net. You can find us on all your socials, Craving Strange Music. Um, and you can find me, Jimmy G, uh, at Jimmy G's Shoes on Instagram and uh, Jimmy G on Facebook. And you can find me there. Also, Jimmy G's Shoes on Twitter. So, uh, yeah, that's where you can find me. How about you, bud? I am uh me my own self mike on the instagram uh but also i'm in a band called something heavy and we're available every everywhere as something heavy music or at something heavy music uh and don't forget bacon is my passion music that's where you get to hear all of the stuff that jim and i write uh we're slacking on a little but that's because we're too busy doing this stuff yeah we've been very busy doing this but we got we got to jump back in we had we had the holidays and then uh you know we both had things and stuff stuff things and stuff and things but um but yeah bacon is my passion music is coming um and also bacon is my passion is going to be uh fingers crossed i'm going to go ahead and say it here but we're going to be uh featured in a uh, in a movie in a feature film, this um, spectacular. Yeah, if you guys have been paying attention, then you know that we uh, we wrote a song called "Death Be a Woman" for a vampire movie um, called "Evergreen Is the Blood" by Polestar Productions. It's an independent film. Uh, I've worked with the company a couple of times before, both with Craving Strange, and actually they were uh, foolish enough to put me as a lead in one of their movies. Yeah. Uh, and they uh, they approached us the about writing a song specifically for a scene for this movie. So it was our first experience trying to do that. Um, it was super fun to do. It was uh, awesome. We thought it was just going to be like a throwaway thing in this movie that they were doing in between films. And then all of a sudden, more people started getting interested in the movie. More people started putting money in the movie. They're reshooting the entire movie from what they did before because they're grabbing like um, like a full-on cast of, of quote-unquote real actors, not, not just like friends and stuff, that indie film type stuff. 
And uh, it looks like we are uh, have a have a better than average chance of uh, showing up in this film and maybe even being uh, horribly mangled by vampires. Yeah, yeah, that'll be pretty cool. Pretty amazing. So yeah. so yeah, check out Bacon is my passion music. Yeah, uh, Bacon is my podcast.com. Don't forget to get onto the Patreon where we have your episodes a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. and other stuff like you know um extra episodes watch along play along uh, i'm just gonna repeat everything he says specific uh some 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 i don't i don't know what we're calling our our peeps our baconators our bacon is my peeps we're gonna figure yeah. that out we're figuring it out it's you know it's work in progress it's a work in progress so work yeah progress. don't forget but it stuff helps the show out. it helps us do cool stuff it helps yeah. Jim and I, and you know, we need to keep drinking whiskey. Us a drink. Really, that's what we do. Buying us a drink keeps this show rolling, right? Buy that's really all we need, and it really keeps the show rolling. Uh, it helps us keep the show free. Um, so that's that's awesome because we always want the show to be free. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, this little rinky dink thing that we decided to do for fun is um you know, gaining some steam and we're really, we really appreciate it. And it's super awesome of you guys that are, uh, that are hanging out with us. I actually, we didn't get to it today. We're going to get to it for the next one. I absolutely promise you. Um, and Mike doesn't even know, but I actually have some, uh, viewer and listener questions and we're going to, uh, we're going to mailbag some, some questions in the next In the next episode, I promise you. So um, if you have any more questions or anything like that, please send them in. You can do it on the website, right on the main page. You can scroll to the bottom and just throw in a question, throw in a suggestion for a show, anything like that. It's right under Bacon Is My Fashion if you want to get some merch. Get some pretty sweet merch there. We're going to be wearing some merch soon also on the show so you can see some stuff. so yeah, all that stuff helps us a lot and uh, and we do appreciate it. We will be answering your questions and we're doing everything we can to make all of you uh, a bigger part of the show with us. We're bringing on guests. We're, uh, we're doing everything we can to make it cooler and cooler. So thank you guys. Uh, you guys are absolutely badass. You have made bacon a main course. It was always a main course. It's always a main course. Hey. Hey! Later, guys.